the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, you may have to comb through that dresser drawer and find that COVID mask you put away. No, not because uh, COVID is back. Well, actually, it is back. Uh, There's a mysterious strain of COVID worming its way through central Ohio, according to a patient, well, according to a researcher who has pinpointed his search for patient zero to Washington Courthouse. We will have more details on that. No, you don't need to worry. I'm mocking it, as I should. And now I'm talking about the COVID mask to protect you from the killer air that is out there, courtesy of wildfires in Canada. Climate change, you know. Air quality alert in effect through today. Yes, the air has been hazy, smoky, not clear. If you live in Franklin, that's us, Fairfield, Delaware, north of us, and Licking County, south of us, uh, well then, watch out. Because the air quality is supposed to be unhealthy for sensitive groups. And this is not a common occurrence. The last time it happened to this degree, unhealthy pollution levels for sensitive groups was August 2010. August 2010. Wow. Um... Obama was president then. Biden is president now. Can we blame this on the Democrats? Uh, Probably not. They're the only ones that care about the climate. Uh, Don't worry, though. Cold front is moving across central Ohio. The winds will shift from north to the northwest um, and hopefully blow that stuff out of here. Of course, um, winds blowing from the north where the wildfires are would have to first bring more smoke to us before it blows us, blows it past us. So it's not as bad here as it is in New York. You know that if you've ever been to New York and seen rats the size of border collies. Uh, No, it's not as bad here as it is in New York. In New York, they say the air is the equivalent of smoking. Like if you're a smoker, the quality of the air. But uh, not that bad here. So unless you are among the most compromised group, uh, you will make it through. If you're like me, you're praying that the haze brings rain with it because, boy, do we need it. That would freshen things up. I wish the rain, should it come, would wash away the propensity that we have in our city toward violence throughout. But it has not so far and likely will not in the future. Uh, We had a man shot early today. In the Alpine Village apartment complex, 4,500 block of Hilton Avenue. Um, That's near West Broad and I-270. Guy shot multiple times inside a common area, and he died. We had another person shot dead, and another person shot and injured critically late last night. Well, not too late, 1035. 4,800 block of Glendon Road, north of Morse Road. 
So I said one dead, one in the hospital. And today we will have in court one of the men charged in the shooting death of a completely innocent bystander, Kevin Sobnoski, the young man from Northeast Ohio who was here on Halloween, celebrating Halloween with his friends from Youngstown when they, through a horrific act of bad timing, wrong place, wrong time, drove into a Sheets gas station out by the airport and got caught in a crossfire of two gangs, or at least two gangs of crazy law-breaking idiots, 12 of them, um, see so here, I'll give you, take, I'll take you inside my mind right now. As I'm telling you this, I'm debating in my mind, should I say that all 12 were black or will that be racist if I say all 12 were black? All 12 were black and no, it's not racist. You know why it's not racist? Because it's true. But this is how leftist ideology and the criticism, the labeling beats us down is that when we have something that is true, I I can tell you that all 12 who were firing their guns at each other out at the Sheets gas station on Halloween, which resulted in the murder of Kevin Sobnoski, a kid from Northeast Ohio who had nothing but quite likely a high achieving life ahead of him, given the fact that he was on a full academic scholarship to college, the valedictorian of his high school class member of his church, active in his church. I can say all 12 were black and that their criminal behavior, murderous criminal behavior, caused the death, the murder of Kevin Sobnoski and not be racist. It is, in fact, racist of me to not tell you that all were black because it's a true fact did not cause them to do it. Their ethnicity did not cause them to do it. It would be racist to think that their ethnicity caused them to do it. And that is what Democrats would tell you is that, oh, I grew up in a disadvantaged environment and without this and that and the other. And so they had no recourse but to do this. No, that is the racist attitude. So uh, this uh, accused murderer, Tommy Wilkerson, will be in court today. Columbus police are also looking for another young black man. His name is Miles Gibson. He's 28. I consider that young. He's way younger than me, less than half my age. He quite likely is the person responsible for the murder of 20-year-old Kennedy Cowens on Monday afternoon, 12.45 p.m. It's quarter to one. They're getting in an argument. Independence Village Apartments off Refugee Road. The police allege, going through all my qualifying hoops, the police allege that Mr. Gibson shot Kennedy Cowens, with whom he was arguing. She was rushed to the hospital, and she died. So, as I said, the violence in Columbus persists. Dayton, scary situation in Dayton. That ended in Columbus, Whitehall, to be specific. Uh, In the wee hours of Tuesday morning... In a tandem effort between Kettering Police and Whitehall Police, two suspects arrested in Whitehall who apparently targeted a home in Kettering 
impersonating police officers. A woman and her boyfriend were robbed at gunpoint 1.20 in the morning. They go home, 1.20 in the morning. They are greeted by two armed men dressed as police officers who approached them and said, hey, the guy is in trouble of some sort, and he's under arrest. They forced the couple to sit on a couch. The woman ran away. And these two impersonating officers are not very competent as phony officers or as real crooks. She ran away. She ran to a gas station. She called police. Police responded to the scene. These guys fled. There was technology present, probably cameras, that allowed them to capture the license plate of the vehicle. They traced the vehicle, found it in Whitehall, and arrested these two guys. So they say it was a targeted crime. Hopefully this is not a start of a an array of people impersonating police officers uh, staging home invasions. Uh, that would not be good. would not be good at all. Uh, last night, or yesterday afternoon, we had a graduation ceremony uh, marred by more violence. Thankfully not here. Richmond, Virginia, two killed, five injured. Um, because some idiot, 19 years old, uh, decided to shoot up this graduation. Police say he may have known one of the victims and that he had four guns on him. I don't understand why they charged him with second-degree murder. This certainly seems premeditated to me. One of the graduates, 18 years old, was killed. A 36-year-old man who had attended the ceremony also killed. So um, five people injured, a 14-year-old boy, and four men between 31 and 58 four of the five non-threatening injuries, and then there was a nine-year-old girl who was hit by a car. So this is what we have ahead of us. This is going to be a very violent summer because summers are always violent. It gets hot. People have free time on their hands. Kids are out of school. And we don't have a respect for law and order in this country because we don't have punishment as a deterrent to law and order in this country. I know. You're saying, Bruce, you've played this symphony before. Stop beating your bass drum. I've heard it before. True. But if I stop talking about it, then the elements that traffic in this kind of behavior win because we have to keep talking about it because we have to hope that eventually the message gets through to the people who can do something about a problem like this. It's not a problem that is hard to solve. It is a problem that demands resolve from the people who are in power And that's not the officers on the street. Trust me on this. The Columbus police officers, the people who often get the blame because, oh, they're easy to spot. Look, they're driving a white car with lights on it and they're in uniform. Let's blame them because our neighborhood is lawless. No, blame the people in the offices of power in the city who will tell you it's unacceptable, but then go to work every day and continue to accept it. So uh, we'll file this under the clearest demonstration yet that times have changed or the clearest demonstration yet that COVID is over or you think you've got a bad job. Wait till I tell you about this guy. (laughs) His name is Dr. Mark Johnson. He is a molecular virologist 
a microbiology professor at the University of Missouri, and he has his eyes keenly trained on central Ohio. Why, you might want to know. Well, because he believes that someone in central Ohio has been infected with COVID-19 for at least two years, and they want to find that person. Now, imagine the hysteria two years ago had someone come forward and said, hey, there's a person in central Ohio who has a previously undetected strain of COVID. They are out there. They are driving to work every day out and about the populace. You can imagine how the authorities would have moved heaven and earth to find this guy. So when you see a police cruiser, sheriff's deputy, Speeding somewhere today, lights on, sirens blaring. Are they looking for this one patient zero with the with the strain of COVID that Dr. Mark Johnson says is unique to Central Ohio? Uh, no, they are not. Uh, the Ohio Department of Health tells NBC Four uh, that they are not investigating it because it poses no threat to public health. See, I told you we could file this under how things have changed since COVID-19. So what is this all about? Well, uh, Dr. Johnson, the Missouri professor, uh, through somebody paying him to do this, which I find amazing, uh, says that there is a variant of COVID out there that they have pinpointed by examining, hmm, how can I put this delicately, uh, the, I know, material in the sewer system. Are you with me so far? As uncomfortable as it may be to be with me about material in a sewer system. So they found by examining the mm-hmm, material in sewer systems that they could identify certain strains of COVID. And they found one that they'd never seen before. Not Omicron, not Delta, something different, something called a cryptic strain. Ah, and they found, as they looked and searched, and I do mean searched. Would you like to hear a quote from Dr. Johnson? Uh, They searched at first in New York City for this particular strain. Here's the quote from Dr. Johnson. I thought it was coming from the rats, simply because I couldn't think of anything else that was or had enough mass in the sewer system that wouldn't move around. We've tested more rat feces than I care to remember. See, I told you, you could file this under. You thought you had a bad job. Ah, but we continue. So anyway, through all their tracking, they ended up figuring out that this particular material was coming from a company with 30 employees, and somehow, through (laughs) extensive searching, uh, they found that this was confined to Columbus, Ohio. This spring, Mr. Johnson, the doctor from Missouri, said he found the cryptic strain of mystery COVID in Columbus's sewer shed. Yes, I said Columbus's sewer shed. I've never heard that term before. But I'm now exceedingly familiar with it. 
and that the same sequence appeared in Washington Courthouse. Uh, Mr. Johnson said he believes this indicates that someone has been carrying and shedding, I said shedding, the COVID virus for more than two years. He went so far as to predict that this person lives in Columbus and commutes to Washington Courthouse. All right, all you who live in Columbus and commute to Washington Courthouse, please line up over there. (laughs) Oh, now Mr. Johnson stressed... He said, I just know that they regularly, again, listen closely, shed into both sewer sheds, often on the same day. Hmm. Well, lots of fiber in their diet, apparently. Uh, Johnson stressed that this is not a threat to public health, explaining that the virus is inactive once it passes through the gastrointestinal tract. Oh, boy. I bring that story up to indicate the lunacy of how crazed we became over a strain of the flu virus. Oh, remember when you couldn't say COVID was a flu virus? Now, listen, I know it killed millions of people worldwide. I know that many of you lost people to COVID and also were denied access to people who were dying of COVID. So when I mock it, I don't mock at all your loss. What I mock is the way that our betters dictated to us and tried to manage us and order us around to remind you of how horrifically awful it was to deny people the freedom of making their own choices tending to their own loved ones, making their own medical decisions in order to preserve their way of making a living. I'm really glad I didn't get the vaccine. I really hope friends of mine who were forced to do not have future issues. A friend of mine just talked uh, to me on Sunday about someone who was in his wedding, 52 years old, died mysteriously. We will unfortunately never know because the powers that be that put us through that, that exonerated Pfizer and other big drug companies from responsibility for the materials they were injecting into people and encouraging you to get more and more and more and more of it. We will never know the extent of the damage because then, of course, they would have to own up to the mis- either the mistakes that they made or the damage they willfully caused. I don't know if they knew the consequences. A lot of data suggests they certainly should have known on myocarditis. But this story is mockable now because we can we have a clearer vision of what the people who know what's best for us put us all through. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.